and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Tasty Tuesday. Tuesday, the worst day of the week. Yeah, this rain isn't really helping that situation at all either. It was so easy to just stay in bed this morning. Yeah. It was supposed to all be snow, but apparently this system moved a little bit north of us, and now it's all rain, and the kids were upset. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hopefully we can get out of school today. Nope, it's no. just 40 and rainy outside. Uh, how was your day yesterday? Anything fun? It was wild. I went to UPS. I went to USPS. I had Amazon drop-offs. I had Goodwill drop-offs. I had to return wedding stuff and buy wedding stuff. I went to the tanning place in the gym. I got an oil change. I picked up my wedding dress. I'm exhausted. Wow, your wedding dress is at your house now? Yep. And you've got a Snoopy boy or a Snoopy fiance. Do you think he's going to look? I don't care. You don't care if he looks. I'm I'm so over like all the wedding stuff. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, like, where is he going to stay the night the night before? I said, in bed next to me. We're probably going to say, what's up? And he's going to walk away. <laughs> I can't deal with keeping up with all the wedding things anymore. But that's a tradition. If he sees it, he sees it. It's hanging right there in the hall. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I forget what yesterday was for me. Where It's just nonstop. I'm so behind on Disney stuff. Like getting ready for a vacation is almost harder than just not going on vacation. You, if that makes sense, have made me not want to go to Disney World because of the way that you've made it sound like it's almost more more work than enjoying the vacation. It's not Disney in this case. It's just getting ahead on work and all the things that need to be done. You're not gonna be here for. Well, I have other jobs, so there's mm. that. Yeah, so getting ahead on everything and, and preparing and, you know, laundry and all that stuff. So uh, we do have Alexander K. tickets coming up at 8 o'clock today with the Big Three. Your chance to win with 92.3 WIL. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Carrie Underwood is explaining how she fell in love and not with Mike Fisher, but with fitness. We all know Carrie Underwood is super active, stays in shape, prioritizes her health and wellness, and she's even got her own fitness app. Fit 52, which I had no idea about. Okay. And it's called Fit 52. I was like, why is it called that? It makes no sense. And it has to do with like, it plans out all 52 weeks of your year. Okay. And your health and wellness, which I thought was really cool. And it's also got like Carrie's workouts, her recipes. And she is, I think while she is so involved in music, I think she's about to have her own like fitness era where she's sort of moving into this space where now she's making playlists for workouts and now she's got this like serious XM workout station called Cardio. Said cardio. Don't promote satellite radio. Listen, I know that people are going to listen to whatever <laughs> they want. So like we can just talk about it. And now she's telling the story of how she really got involved in fitness and why it's so important in her life since she has such a busy lifestyle as it is. You know, you start cooking for yourself when you're teenagers and 20s and all that stuff. You you kind of start looking at um, at the fine print and start learning about nutrition if that's, if that's what you want to do. And that's what I wanted to do and started feeling feeling better and started feeling better about myself. And now that I'm a mom and a wife and all that, it's very important for me to be a good example for my children and teach them healthy eating habits and healthy habits for their bodies because I want them to live healthy, wonderful, happy lives for as long as they possibly can. And I, on the flip side, want to be around for them. I think it's so easy to know if she wasn't in music, what she would 
be up to. For sure. I, I feel like when I started cooking in my early 20s, it, it was Totino's pizzas. As it usually is. Because they were a dollar. Still are. <laughs> They're like $2.99. <laughs> they were a dollar back then, and uh, you could fold them up and have a little calzone for yourself. Oh, <laughs> a little dollar Totino's pizza calzone. It's a lot of pizza rolls, bagel bites. <laughs> Yep. Mac and cheese. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I'm still down with that. But like she said, I think as you get older and you realize you only have this one body, yeah. you want to start to try and take care of it. I also didn't know she wrote a whole book about fitness. It's called Find Your Path. Wow. I didn't know Carrie was out there writing books. She's out there. And not even like the celebrity memoir thing. Like she's writing a book about fitness. She says, my workout mantra is just go. It doesn't have to be some awesome epic workout every single day. Just get in there because you're never going to be disappointed in yourself if you do it. Only if you don't do it. When is she going to have people start joining her team? Her team. When, when is this going to become like a beach body pyramid uh, scheme when thing? When she's going to have sparkle juice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Carrie Mul- doesn't. Multi-level marketing coming soon. Carrie doesn't hit me as an MLM girly, but she, I completely understand. We'll see what she's up to next. But she, um, just looking at her, she makes me feel like I need to get in the gym. Me Inspiring. too. Inspiring. Her yeah. legs. I'm, I've, I've got to go to the gym for those legs. <laughs> Remy's got to get some of those. I do. For himself. Remy and Casey. What is the catchiest commercial you're always singing around the house? 314-699-4766. Yesterday, Casey and I were in the studio, (laughs) and there was a commercial that came on like before a YouTube video that I was watching over here. She was like, oh, you bet it's going down in our house whenever that commercial comes on. And I was like, really? This one? And uh, (laughs) this is the commercial that we're talking about. I've got home internet from T-Mobile. I think I was saying that that commercial is a year old. I believe it was the Super Bowl last year that that commercial debuted. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, that commercial is so annoying. Well, they need to play commercials for a year straight then because I didn't catch on to it until this holiday season. And now every time it comes on, we are singing the words. Yeah. So it got me thinking about all the commercials that are like so catchy and they're they're always in your head. And I know that there's the classic ones uh, that we all know and love. There's this one, which my son loves. We buy any car. Oh, yeah. So, I never hear that one anymore. And I looked on the YouTube video because I thought that that was like, I thought that was fairly recent. Seven years ago. Oh. Seven years ago is when that thing was was first debuted. <laughs> and the one that has us both right now, I think, is the Charians commercial. I gotta say, I don't know what A1C is. I had to look it up. I didn't know what I was singing about. (laughs) I really didn't know, but... Yeah, we and we do a lot of... So we didn't used to watch much TV, but this football season has really sucked us in. So now we're like quoting commercials around the house. There's yeah. one for a Chewy commercial where a dog is sitting on the couch talking about breaking a vase. Mm. Or, um... Nothing is everything. Yeah, yeah. Skyrism, a fism, fauxism. <laughs> <laughs> Sky. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. And it's it's like it's like little bits and pieces of the commercial. It doesn't even matter what it's well, for. Half the time I don't know what it's for. Don't know what it's for. Don't care really. Uh I'm not sure that I'm concerned about my A1Cs or if I even have A1Cs. All I know is Super Bowl's got a lot to live up to because the commercials they're doing pretty well for me right now. Yeah. What is it for you? What's that catchy commercial that you were always singing when it comes on, regardless of what the product is? Let us know. For us it's Put scientific terms into a into a jingle, and it's always fun, right? <laughs> it seems to be. Uh, from the three one four. Told you. Now's the time to ask your doctor about Sky Rizzy. Sky Rizzy. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what kind of drug that is. Also from the six one eight. Yep. Will get stuck in your head every single time. And another insurance commercial. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Mm-hmm. Don't compromise quality. You're doing a great job, Farmers Insurance. I'll just say that. Uh, all the insurance companies. I feel like State Farm used to have the the, the fun little jingle, but I, I don't I don't know. Like Geico and Farmers Insurance and all these other guys have kind of taken over. Yeah, but you're right. Insurance, I feel like, did really have jingles for a while there. The thing about jingles and marketing is that it really works or it's really, really annoying. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Uh, from the 830, JG Wentworth, 877, cash now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the BK, BK, have, have it, it your way. way. Yeah. You rule. Oh my God, I love that one. <laughs> What's the catchy commercial that just gets stuck in your head? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. I think the biggest news yesterday was the Cardinals are adding to the front office. They hired former Boston Red Sox chief baseball officer Haim Bloom as an advisor yesterday, bulking up their front office after the team's worst season in 30 years. Bloom was fired by Boston in September after the Red Sox were nearing their third last place finish in four years. And other, in, in the other season, 2021, Boston advanced to the American League Championship Series. So it seems like... It, his, he had one out of four seasons that was good, but the other three were not. Now, when you say the front office, to yes. me, that feels like someone who is standing at the front door. There's a glass door. It says St. Louis Cardinals. There's a desk <laughs> on the other side. People, Someone's sitting at it, and they're like, hi, welcome to the co- Can I get you a coffee? Here, you're going to be in room to see. Let me take you there. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a job that I would want. The front office is like the business part of baseball. So like HR and, you know, obviously the president of baseball operations and all those guys are sitting in, in those offices. It, but yeah, if they, I mean, if you want to sit in the waiting room, you can, I guess. No, I want to work <laughs> for the front office. How fun does that sound? Uh, so this, this guy is apparently going to come in and turn this team around. There's mixed emotions on Facebook. That's usually where I get like all the sports enthusiasts are there, right? So they're like, ah, oh, this guy's terrible. He's got a terrible track record. Why are we hiring him? And then there's other people that are like, this is the greatest move in the world. This is fantastic. We need him. We need him to actually take Mo's job. 
Mo Only says, time will tell. Yeah, Mo says, I have known Heim for a long time and feel that this is a great, great opportunity for the St. Louis Cardinals. It would be good to get an outside perspective of our organization from someone who is well-respected. Uh, having a fresh set of eyes on all aspects of our baseball operations should be helpful. So add another advisor to Mo's team, including Yachty, who is also a special advisor to the Cardinals. We shall see if that all works out. The Inferno of Tyreek Hill's mansion caused about $2.3 million in damage. So it's not a total loss. The house will be repaired to whatever was affected in the fire. When I read that headline, it made me wonder how much the house is worth. Like, how much did he buy that house? Is $2 million like, yeah, that's let's just get the work done. That's fine. Or is it a hit to your ego? Um, He bought the house for $7 million, And I believe it appraised in the insurance claim at $5.6 million. And then there was also about a million dollars worth of stuff that had burned up to like, you oh know, furniture gosh. and things like that. Uh, and this was all from a child playing with a lighter who thought it was a toy that was added to the story in the investigation. Child thought it was a toy, was playing with it. I don't, think I, I don't think I had the um, the motor skills to get a light <laughs> out of a lighter until I was like 12 years right? old. I guess it depends on what kind of lighter it was. Was it one of those candle lighters you just pull the trigger or was it a Zippo or was it a Bic? Yeah, I guess that is a good point. I'm imagining yeah. a cigarette lighter and I could not get the until I was much older than that's, that. That's very true. That's a good point. The number one Michigan Wolverines defeated number two Washington Huskies yesterday, 34 to 13, and win their first college football playoff national championship and outright national title since 1948. Uh, an exciting season for uh, all of college football, including Mizzou here. Had an awesome year, too. Uh, good stuff. The Blues will take on the Panthers tonight. Puck drop at 7. One of, I believe, three home games this week. Trending now. Keeping up with Casey on 92.3 WIL. Lisa Bonet has finally filed for divorce from Jason Momoa exactly two years after announcing their breakup. So Lisa Bonet, Jason Momoa, they started dating in 2005 and then they secretly got married in 2017. They have two kids, 15 and 16. Can you imagine being a 15 or 16-year-old and Jason Momoa is your dad? <laughs> I cannot, no. In 2024? <laughs> Crazy. So these two officially separated back in 2020, but they didn't even tell the public for an entire year following that. And then in 2022, they said... They made this Instagram post and said they were going through a transformational time in their lives, which totally feels like something Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa would say. Yeah. Like their moons weren't aligned in the, anymore. Honestly, anybody in Hollywood, really. They wrote on Instagram in 2022, a revolution is unfolding in our families of no exception, feeling growing from the seismic shifts occurring. Heck yes. Well, the shifts have shuffed. <laughs> and these two are finally officially getting divorced. I hadn't realized that they weren't already legally separated. So Zoe Kravitz is her daughter. It's Lisa Bonet's daughter with. Yeah. And now she is engaged to Channing Tatum. Yeah. So Lisa Bonet is about <laughs> to be Channing Tatum's mother-in-law. Wow. How crazy is Hollywood? And like Lisa Bonet... This separation, it totally makes sense to me. She is 56 now. She's about to, she's got like her grown daughter. She's got her two teenagers who are about to be grown. She's had her career. She's probably just chilling. She's so 
She's just vibing anyway. Yeah. And Jason Momoa in 2024, he's still at the height of things. He's got that new HBO Max show. He's got Aquaman 2. He's everywhere. He's coming to schnooks for his new liquor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, a beast of a man. Yeah, I can totally see where they're, um, where things don't necessarily line up anymore, specifically in their schedules. So I, I he's older than I thought. He's 44. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize that. How old did you think he was? I don't know. He just seemed younger. He seemed like uh, he seemed like my age, like super young. You're 44. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Maybe mentally. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Yeah, I I like them together. I really liked them as a couple, but as you know, as Aquaman's got to do. Yeah. Got to go save the world. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Do you have a famous phone number? Well, there's a dude in Charlotte, North Carolina who just purchased or who has had purchased 8675309. Oh, no. I guess I didn't know you How could buy... How do you buy, buy that number? Yeah, I didn't know that you could buy a phone number. It's also It's got the 704 area code in front of it. So I would imagine every area code has maybe the option to purchase vanity numbers. I don't know. If you're not familiar, that's a famous phone number because of this song. Tone. Right, everybody's heard that. And you know that some people have just like before there were necessary, like when you were on your home phone and you just had to dial the seven digits, you know people were doing that left and right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He bought it because he wanted a memorable phone number and he didn't want business cards. So I would imagine he had a business tied to this number in some way, shape or form. And aside from making calls, he used it for another thing, which was grocery store rewards programs. This dude goes to his local food lion, just like, you know, Schnucks or Deerbergs or whatever, all the time to shop. He goes to the checkout line to enter and enters his phone number at the register so he can claim his rewards. And each time it shows how much he's saved over the year. Mm-hmm. His receipt shows $92,965 as to what he has saved oh over the years. Oh my gosh. What's happening? Well, people who don't want to be asked if they have an account at the register, just enter 8675309 because it's a real number and it's a attached to this guy. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Good for him. You know what? If he if he's going to go get that number and probably get blown up all the time about it, the man deserves some points. That's true. That's true. Uh, Food Line got involved as they were shelling out hundreds in rewards to this man and shut down the account. This is <laughs> they said, nope, can't do that. Uh, no, no. If people are putting it in, I think I can do that. That's Come true. On. That's true. It makes me wonder about, about vanity phone numbers and things. The first example that comes to my my mind is now a Morgan Wallen song, 865-409-1021. Is that someone he knows number when they were writing that song? Did they have to like check and get some clearance or yeah. like, hey, can I add this number to one of my accounts just so that we can use it for a song and then like we don't actually hook it up to a phone? If you call the number, does it like go to a voicemail or something? Well, I've never tried just because I have a terrible inclination. What if it was someone likes real number? Well, we should try it. That would stink. I feel like there are a lot of country artists that have set up phone numbers like that in the past. Like, call me. I'm giving out my all my personal Their phone number lines, leads or yeah. whatever. And then it's just like a voicemail. Like, hey, check out my new album that's coming out tomorrow or whatever. That would be super creative. Uh, they say the average customer is only getting about $20 a month. And that is not the case with this account. So they issued a statement due to the high volume of transactions associated with this phone number. Our systems were alerted to a potential misuse use case. So they have shut down the number 
and he is not allowed to use it anymore. Oh, so lame. Like, I, I realize that you can do that if you're the business, but... But it feels like he got away with something and you should let him get away with it. Exactly. At least at least thank him for the advertisement that Food Line has received because he's, of it. Yeah, he's not out here committing crimes. <laughs> That's true. He's getting his points. Remy and Casey. It is TikTok Tuesday, so we're going to go through all the trends and stuff that's going on TikTok. All of them? Not all of them, just one in particular that's kind of like got me got me all... In a tizzy? In a tizzy. This girl is getting canceled right now because she went on her TikTok channel and said that brown cabinets are out. If you have brown cabinets in your house, you are poor. White cabinets are the trend, and that means you're rich. And this is this is kind of the gist of it. This girl went out of her way to call having brown cabinets nowadays embarrassing. Like the actual color of cabinets. If brown, it means poor, and white means wealthy. This has somehow caused outrage on the internet, and she is being embarrassed like no other. So what do you think, Casey? Do you think, do you think she's got a point? Do you think she should be canceled for this? No, I think she's right. <laughs> if and you, have, you think that if you have brown uh, cabinets, uh, you're... Stop putting words in my mouth. Let okay, me talk. Okay, yeah, go for it. Well, I don't, here's the thing. I haven't seen this girl's video, so I can't I can't really vouch for her. But she, what she's saying is just point blank. Like, there is a medium shade of brown of wood cabinets that are most likely out of date. If you were going to go get brand new cabinets this year, you would probably go for a white or a deeper mahogany or a black or, a, you know, probably not that certain color. It's the same way of saying, you know, this shade of brick was in, was basic for the 80s. Yeah. You're probably not going to see that in the 90s. I think she was just making a point and saying, you know, the, those cabinets are out of date. And if the thing is, they probably are. And that, I don't think that's something to be offended over either. Like, we all know how quick trends come and go, and it is what it is. Yeah, I feel like if you wait long enough, those brown cabinets will probably come back into style. <laughs> and honestly, if you have true hardwood brown cabinets... There's nothing to complain about. There's probably there probably a lot of money tied up into those if they're not, like, you know, laminate and they don't... Right. You know what I mean? So they're probably worth a lot more money than if you were to just paint your cabinets white, which is what a lot of people do these days. Right. They just get some white paint or whatever. Is there anything in your house that you're embarrassed of? Embarrassed? I do have to say the house that we moved into, the people that were there before us gutted the entire thing because it was, it was in pretty bad shape and they did a beautiful full job on it. Um, I will say there is one bathroom that they left completely original and it's got like the original tile from the 60s, the original bathtub, the original everything from the 60s. Yeah. And we don't use that bathroom. Okay. It just kind of sits there. Just because of that or? Uh, yeah. Like if it was updated, I think we would definitely be using it more. So I could totally see why people might feel that way about, you know, something like cabinets, which are right in front of your face in the kitchen. Yeah. I have an embarrassing thing in our house where in most of the rooms in the basement, we have a finished basement, there's still paint swatches from when we first moved in, like different shades of gray See, that we were going to so paint our house. You just got to paint it. <laughs> you moved in like five years ago. Yes, it's, it's the whole like finding time thing, which you hear me complain about on a daily basis. Long story short, if you've got brown cabinets, I don't think you should be offended. You probably know the like year that they were put in yeah. and that's just a sign of the times and it's fine. I think we're all embarrassed about a little, little 
bits and pieces of our houses. Let us know on the text line. What is it for you? 314-699-4766. Do you like your brown cabinets? Are you keeping them forever? Right. Sticking to your guns? Let us know. There's one TikToker that says, if you've got brown cabinets, you are poor and outdated. And that's just how it goes. And she has since taken that video down and <laughs> there was comments galore. But a lot of people have stitched that video. So it's it's still up there. Like you can still see her reacting to- I gotta go find it. I gotta see how direct she is She's pretty she direct. That. She's pretty direct. But it, it, it feels to me like she is all of the age of 17 or 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? And probably trying to be funny or something. So we were asking if you have anything that you're embarrassed about about your house because I feel like there's always some some little thing. You have people come over, you either cover it you're up or... You're a little or, conscious about it. Yeah. From the 618, bought our house at the height of this housing market craziness and our cabinets are brown and gross, but we are house poor and I can't update just yet. They hold our dishes and that's all I need right now. Right. Uh, from the 217, I promised myself that when I bought my house, I would not be house poor my entire house is what I would call early 2000s builder grade and I'm not embarrassed about it one bit I think the movement in our society that our houses have to be a specific aesthetic to please everyone is awful I would rather spend money on other things to make sure that my house is I would rather spend money on other things than make sure my house is up with the trends and Jessica says my walls need to be painted so bad there's also paint swatches on them Uh, but I have three boys seven five and one and honestly I'm fine with ugly walls until they're older. And I get that. That's exactly what you say too. Yeah. I, I'll go downstairs, like from our upstairs to our downstairs, the kids shower upstairs. And as I'm coming downstairs, I can always see like handprints on the walls mm-hmm. and just greasy fingerprints and things. And I'm like, gosh, I can't wait until they stop touching the walls yeah. and then I'll paint. Yeah. That one <laughs> but person, until then. <laughs> the one person made a good point. I've never heard someone else say it out loud, but I've always thought in my head how how quick people go through houses, how quick, like the, there's always some new construction or old houses are just sitting there and then they are out of date. I do think things move maybe a little too fast, even in the trend world. Yeah, they're quick. I heard heard an interior designer saying yesterday that quartz is out. If you got quartz countertops. See ya, sorry. (laughs) Remy and Casey. Today we're playing the big three. Sean's on the phone. He wants to win these Alexandra K Ballpark Village Hot Country Nights tickets for February 2nd. Remy, do you want to spin the wheel and see what you're going to play? I will do that. We'll spin the wheel. A Tuesday spin for Deep Dives St. Louis History. Oh. And honestly, this is kind of what you get after yesterday's game. This is your forte here. These are things I actually didn't even know. So do your best to guess. They're all multiple choice. Okay, I was going to say, if you don't know it, then right. it's super hard. Exactly. Sean's on the phone. He can help if you need it. And let's begin. Number one, St. Louis was home to this first extreme diversion in 1912 when Albert Berry was the first man to execute A, parkour from the tallest buildings, B, parachuting from an airplane, or C, Paragliding off the bluffs. What was the what was the second one? B parachuting from an airplane. One of these was the first thing. It happened for the first time here. And what was the year? 1912. Okay, so I don't think it's parkouring, because I don't even know if they knew what parkouring was then. Parachuting. And then the last one was Paragliding. Paragliding, man. Telling you, I didn't know either. Paragliding, or um, I'm gonna say, man, I feel like parachuting is so old. 
I'm going to say parachuting. Parachuting from an airplane. B. Number two. This week in St. Louis history, the weather was so extreme in 1856 that A. Forest Park held the largest attended picnic in history. B, tornadoes destroyed Laclede's Landing. Or C, the Mississippi River was so frozen, St. Louisans walked all the way across. I've seen pictures of that, but I don't know if it was from the 18-whatevers. I'm just going to guess. Did they have photos in the 1800s? <laughs> but so it, he's second guessing everything he knows. That to me, that to me is probably more likely than not. I'm gonna guess, man. But it could be picnic weather this time of year in St. Louis. I'm gonna say that they walked on the Mississippi number C because it was frozen. Because it was frozen. Number three, remember. Because they were Jesus. You still have, (laughs) he was from St. Louis. You still have Sean on the phone if you need help. So number three, which of the following was not used to test weight limits when building the Eads, I'm sorry, Eads Bridge? Was it A, oak trees, B, a train, or C, an elephant, which was not used? Not used. Because I've heard the elephant thing before. Because I think I think they actually did use elephants. Maybe that's just a myth. I'm going to go to Sean and Bethalto. Sean, I'll read it to you one more time. Which of the following was not used to test weight limits while building the Eads Bridge? Was it oak trees, a train, or an elephant? Mm, I'm going to say probably an elephant. He said an elephant was not used. I'm going to say B train. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like I remember going on one of those uh, those paddle the paddle boat rides, and they said something about elephants on that trip, and they weren't saying because they didn't use elephants. They were just saying, I don't know. I'm gonna go B trains. He's going B. Okay. Well, out of three, Sean, how many do you think Remy got right today? <laughs> I'll say two. Okay. Sean hates me two. right now because I didn't use his answer. Well, <laughs> let's see if it was worth it. Did he get two right? Number one, St. Louis is home to this first extreme diversion in 1912. It was parachuting from an airplane. It happened for the first time here. Two, this week in St. Louis history, the weather was so extreme in 1956 that the Mississippi River was so frozen over, people walked straight across. I thought you said 1856. That's why I said 1856. You just said 1956. Well, I lied. It was 1856. Okay. Anyway... Three, which of the following was not used to test weight limits? Oak trees. Ah. They really did put a train and an elephant on the Eads Bridge. Yeah. That is messed up. So I do vaguely remember that being correct on one of those paddle boat rides that I took. So they say that on a little intercom. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Riverboat rides. The Riverboat rides, yes. Thank Congratulations, you. Congratulations, <laughs> Sean. You're going to High Country Nights. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Cody Johnson owes Luke Combs a favor. I'm not a favor. A favor. Jelly Roll in my head. Jelly Roll needs a favor. Cody Johnson owes Luke Combs a thank you. Life's been pretty crazy for Cody Johnson over the last few years. Ever since he signed to a label and he's gone pretty mainstream, he's released three albums. He's got a bunch of awards. But still, a lot of people around the country think think he's like a newcomer. They're super not familiar with him just yet. Yeah. 
And a lot of people have this idea that once you get a song on the radio, it all just takes off from there. But it's not always true. And I think Cody Johnson is a perfect example of somebody who's been in the industry for a long time and started out as just a songwriter or just started out making music by himself. And now he's finally, I mean, like 20 years in and really popping off when it comes to radio and mainstream music. But Luke Combs gave Cody the opportunity of a lifetime to open up for him on the world tour dates earlier this year. And now Cody's finally giving him a big thank you. Cody says the biggest moment is that while we were out abroad, not only did we figure that people all over the world or in a different continent wouldn't know me, but they knew every word to every song. I could have gotten to Asia or Antarctica quicker than people in America knew my music. Everyone knew every word to every song. So he's thanking Luke Combs for all that. He's thanking Luke Combs for taking him out and being able to see the different parts of the world where people in these big arenas are singing back his deep cuts and songs that aren't singles whenever he would play much smaller venues in the U.S. and not get the same the same feedback. Yeah, I, I think that Cody Johnson for a long time was a was super regionally successful. Very Texas. Right, like Texas, yeah. all those southern states, like he was selling out arenas before music label. And then music label happened, radio hits are happening, and now he's just kind of like taken off. But it, it's awesome guys like Luke Combs who are huge in the world. Who have the huge audience yeah. and can take these people out with them. Exactly. Cody Johnson goes on to say, the fans were kind of mad when we went abroad because I didn't play deep cuts and I didn't play songs that I wrote 10, 12 years ago when all I had was a publishing deal. And that was a big eye opener. After a successful run with Luke Combs, now Cody Johnson is starting to plan his own international dates too because now he knows, okay, well maybe I'm not as big you know, in whatever parts of the U.S. Yeah. But I'm huge in Asia, girl. <laughs> I'm massive in Mexico. Can you imagine playing country music in Moscow, Russia, or like Beijing or Tokyo? And they all know every word. Yeah. And then yeah. you come home and you play like, what, the pageant here? <laughs> exactly. It's got to be a crazy <laughs> feeling to go all the way across the world and realize the fans are rolling their eyes because they want to hear deeper cuts. Remy and Casey. We are exactly 30 days away from Casey getting married. That's true. <laughs> She's like, what is 30 days away? What is 30? Oh, yeah, that thing. Yep. That old thing. You spent all this time wedding planning and everything. And I wanted to get your take on this story because it is about a wedding. And we all know weddings are expensive. Even when we're finding out destination weddings can also be expensive. When you think they're cheap, they're still not. Exactly. So there's this coffee shop in Indianapolis called Mansion Society. It's in the news after a couple held a pop-up wedding there and did not ask for permission. So here's the scenario. They showed up with 20 to 30 guests, didn't say anything, and just started the ceremony in one corner of the store, which owners were not wild about because it made, harder, it, made it harder for customers to place orders. I don't know how big this place is. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to imagine like where they're at. So I don't know if like 20 to 30 people is is impeding on regular business. But as they're saying, it, it is. So they had an officiant. They had a photographer uh, told the barista to wait five minutes when they asked them to stop blocking the door. The owners say they didn't stop it because if footage of them interrupting a wedding went viral, the internet might cancel them. Right. 
So now this business owner is having to play. What is it with this business? Is it just like a beautiful location and they wanted to get married inside? Is that like where they met? What's the story? So I don't know the full story, but I would imagine, yeah, it's probably probably one of the first places that they, they had a date. Yeah. So... As you do anytime you have a group this big, it's the same thing. Like you don't just show up to a restaurant with 30 people and say, we got 30 people. Like you call ahead or (laughs) you warn someone or you ask at some point. If you're just showing up to do something like this, you like know it's rude. You know that there's probably an issue with it. I think of, you know, the softball teams and the baseball teams and the cheerleading squads that come through Uh like a McDonald's and just totally take over the spot. Throws everything off. It does, but they can't stop it. So what would be the difference of like a large amount of people showing up just traveling no, through the like, area? Unless you are all coming and like buying something, you need to get out. If you're just loitering and getting wed, you've been here for too long. The difference is those cheerleaders are all buying food. You guys are just doing your prenups, your nuptials, <laughs> and we don't need to see it. So, so find a park. Well, and here's the here's the thing that really that is the the nails in the coffin for me. The coffee shop does offer and do private events. Exactly. They Boom. normally charge five hundred dollars. Once the bride was shamed for it, she offered them two hundred dollars. Oh no! Nope. But when they asked for the full amount, she called it unreasonable. I feel like five hundred dollars to have a wedding at a coffee shop is a bargain. Just take it. <laughs> Just do Just that, take right? It and go. In fact, you could have called them a month ago and said, "Hey, I'm going to come here with 30 people and pay you $500." And they probably would have made the place look much cuter for you. Yeah. They probably would have stopped all the strangers been that more, day. Been more accommodating, right? Yes. For sure. Now people online are debating whether a sudden pop-up wedding like this is a big deal or not. The whole thing only lasted about 20 minutes. Is that a big deal? Unless it's at someone you know, like someone you know has a house or a small business, unless it's somewhere that you can get in knowing that there's going to be no um, what's the word? Like Obstruction. Reg- yeah. Then yeah, don't do it. Let us know on the text line. I I would uh, I'd be interested to hear what you think about this. Three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. Do you think that uh, this was <laughs> that this pop up wedding was? You want to pop up pop up at a courthouse? <laughs> pop up in <laughs> Vegas. Get out of the coffee shop. I'm just talking about this pop up wedding in Indianapolis at a coffee shop, and I was looking at pictures of this coffee shop. It's called Mansion House, and it's oh, it's nothing to write home about. But I would imagine that if you had your first date and that's where everything started, you know, maybe that would be a good venue for a wedding or reception or something. But this couple decided to. Have have a pop-up wedding and not tell the owners that they were coming with 30 people and had an officiant and a photographer and everything. And uh, they were afraid to get canceled. So they did not impede. They didn't get in the way of this thing. They let it happen. Right. If I was an employee, I would be nervous also. Yeah. And then they talked about it afterwards. So uh, we did get a couple text messages from the 314. We did this and the place where we got married loved it. It was a little diner in our home state of New Mexico. We told them in advance they didn't charge us and asked if the news could come out to cover it. It was a win-win for everybody. There you go. See, how about a round for asking in advance? <laughs> hey, it's let's It's not go. always the way to go, but in this scenario, <laughs> it is. From the 619 
donate, like Casey said, pop up at the courthouse or <laughs> or get, have a get together at the coffee shop after you get married. Or take your little marriage certificate and sign it there. You know, if the location is that specific to you, I think there are ways to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Having a full-blown wedding in a coffee shop just on a whim, it might be a little uh, jarring for the owners that didn't know you were coming. Right. <laughs> they want to make it better for you. And they actually offered that. They have the, those $200 and $500 packages if you wanted a private event. It was right there for you. Have a whole wedding for $500? That's a bargain in my book. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about pop-up weddings or this pop-up wedding in general? 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Nico Basil, nominated by Jamie Bennett. Nico is a volunteer firefighter in Lincoln County and also works as a fireman at Mappaville, in Mappaville. Uh, he volunteers at many local events by setting up his ladder truck and giving tours to children. He is willing to sacrifice his life every day to save someone else's. And I think that that is true. That is the true definition of a hero. Nico, thank you so much for everything you do. Here's your request song. Thank God on W-I-L. Well, that's it for us on this gloomy Tuesday. Tuesday. Man, uh, I think this stuff is supposed to turn to snow at some point later on. I, but like a light, like yeah. a light, and then it'll be, I heard Anthony Slaughter say it's going to be gone by the morning. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't quite yet hit that point where it's just going to like hang out on the, uh, on the ground for a little bit, but uh, right. we talked about all of those earworm commercials this morning, the ones that you just have in your head or you sing around the house, and uh, I want to leave you with one. We don't know what A1Cs are. Uh, and but I I'm hope singing along. We're singing along every time to I'm that Jardians commercial. I'm that around my house. <laughs> jumping on fountains. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we got Liberty Mutual. Or, Is that insensitive of us? Uh, bro, to be singing along but not knowing? Thing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, because there's all those, all those medication commercials are catchy in some way, shape, or form, right? Nothing is everything. Yeah, right? What's that one? Oh, Shabaksa or something? Sky Rizzy. Sky Rizzy. Yeah, I don't know what these, I don't know what I the drugs are for. I don't know what they do. But uh, they have succeeded in making a catchy commercial. Uh, what was the one for you, the T-Mobile? T-Mobile. Um, um, I've got home internet from T-Mobile. It only costs 50 bucks at T-Mobile. We'll be celebrating the one-year anniversary of that with the Super Bowl. That's been on for like over a year now, or almost a year now. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but if you've got any of those commercials that you sing around the house or that get stuck in your head, let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 W.I.L.